We're recording right now? Yeah. Alright, perfect, perfect, perfect. What the deal, Playboy? What's really good, Josh? Your man, DJ Playboy, and I'm in the building back with another one. It is the Perfect Talk uh, Podcast. Uh, uh, another one. And I'm in the building with my family, Keith. What's good, brother? Man, I'm chilling. That's <laughs> good to hear. Good I to thought Boy was about to come with that, though. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on, Nish? How you doing, man? Yeah, I'm chilling. Hey, Everything's good? Yeah, I mean, you know, can't be all bad, right? Yeah, we here, right? We're we here. here. Around family, we chilling, man. It's all good. Oh, yeah. Keith, you know the countdown's on. We got to ask about the wedding, brother. How's it, <laughs> how's it looking, man? Everything's go- going good, man. Uh, right now, it's all the small stuff. I probably mentioned that a bunch of times before, and that's the hardest part. So, like, the biggest stuff, like the venue, that's easy, getting the photographer and all that. But getting little stuff, like the little party favors that you give out after, that's mm-hmm. hard to find. Um, the little cards, the the table placements where you tell people their table assignments, got to find that. That's hard. And it just these, – these are little things that are just tough to get, like – um, we got to get a shuttle bus for people to travel back and forth because a lot of people ain't from around Fancy. there. Yeah. Wait, though, is there anybody that like can't sit next to someone? Like, you got anybody like, yeah, yo, beef, yeah, this cousin can't sit streets. with this cousin because they, you know what I'm saying? Uh, Maybe same baby father or something. <laughs> <laughs> I hope not. No, <laughs> no I don't think so. Uh, I think everybody's more or less straight. Um, well, I guess I guess that's what I think for now until the Word, wedding right? comes. Until the night happens, a wild ass fight. There's some good YouTube videos of wedding fights. Word, <laughs> man. I, I don't want my videographer putting my shit on World Star. That's not the kind of life I want to live. We can get right into um, letter click and no, but you actually made me think of one on the spot. Actually, to be honest with you, let me ask you a question. So, you had a um, is it too late? It's not too late for me to RSVP. And I, if the deadline was I August seventh, then yes, it is. It is too late for our So, but I mean, am I, is that my out? So I'm out. I'm, on, I'm not I, on. The, I mean, I ask every I, week. I thought <laughs> it should be a song. nigga. It's online. <laughs> it's an online RSVP, nigga. You don't got a smartphone, a, a mobile device. I'm gonna do it today. I cannot do. You think I, is the yeah, website you just, down? You just go to the website. Okay, we are gonna do it today. But it made me think about something. Um, because you, you people bring <laughs> gifts to the wedding, right? Or is that yeah, nigga? People <laughs> yeah. And, now, and then you people bought gifts. What's your gift, nigga? <laughs> oh no, 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 no! I'm going, going somewhere with it. I'm, I'm, I ain't some, a fan some of gifts. Bed sheets, hundred thread count at least. And then people gave <laughs> presents at your engagement party, also, right? Some people did, yeah. That's a come up right there. <laughs> That's the well. It depends how you look at it, right? So a wedding, a wedding. Some people paying. For every warm body that comes through our doors, two fifty, three hundred yeah. dollars we put we put up for y'all. The engagement party is the same thing. She she paid for that when she set it up. We paid for that. So um, as far as a come up, you hope it's a come up, but you put a lot of money down, and you just got to go on with the mindset that you're not going to get anything back. You know, you expect your parents, especially if you don't come from a background of privilege. Mm-hmm. So. A lot of people are like, oh, you know, a lot. Of, so a lot of my friends haven't been married, so they'd be like. Oh, so the 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 bride's family pays for it, right? So you good? Like, nah, I don't. <laughs> like saying, it don't 19. work like that. Yeah, it don't, it don't work like that for black people. Be everything fifty fifty. He's like, I'm hoping pops her 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 pops come and shit. Like he's yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's talking about him paying for this and shit. <laughs> so I mean, you pretty much got to go in, go in, just saying that you about to head into holy matrimony with some loved ones, 
and just hope you get something back. You know, I got a little something from people um, online. You could donate money to to our cause so we could recoup a little something. We're going on honeymoon and everything. You have to pay for the, the wedding and events and make sure people have a good time. So we're not really worried about the recoup. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For now, you just got to kind of go in real altruistic, like just yeah. saying that we're going to have people there having fun and... That's pretty much it. Yo, no. But to your your gift thing, the the what's the word? The etiquette is you kind of estimate how much you think the the couple paid per person, mm-hmm. and you pretty much put that forth mm. plus some. Oh, I never even knew that. <laughs> but you can pay online though. <laughs> American Express, Mastercard, Visa on our wedding <laughs> website. Nice. <laughs> That's oh. like the tip little formula right there. He's like fifteen percent. <laughs> what I spent on this, I should give you one. This back. I mean, yeah, I mean, that's just the etiquette, you know what I'm saying? Like, and I guess now I'm more, so when I went to weddings with my fiance, or even before she was my fiance, like, you know, she put me up on the the rule or the etiquette or whatever. And I I, I got it and I I totally abided by it, but I I wasn't as sensitive to it as I am now when actually looking at the, um, how the sausage is made behind planning a wedding. Now, yo, did you always want to get married or? Uh, I thought I would get married sooner or later, but it wasn't a deep passion of mine. Like, there's some dudes who are like, yo, they meet a girl, and, like, within a few weeks, they say, this is, you know, the woman's going to be my wife or whatever. So I never had that kind of feel behind it. How'd you uh, know? How'd you how know, I, she how was, she, know you were going to marry her? How'd you know? So as far as, as, far as, as my love for her goes, but I think, I mean... Maybe it sounds too pragmatic, but more importantly, that I was ready for it. So, aside from just evaluating her, I have to evaluate myself also, you know what I'm saying? So, mm. I'm in my 30s. So, clearly, I was somewhat prudent with how or who I chose to marry. Yeah. All right? So, I had to say to myself that, especially I live in New York City, I have to say to myself that, all right, I'm ready to make a, a commitment for life. For sure. So, I think that was the big thing. So, when I pick what job I have, I'm like, yeah, I kind of like this job. And when I stop liking it, I'm like, all right, I'm back on Indeed.com looking up, <laughs> for, you know, putting my resume out. <laughs> I'm on LinkedIn and shit, beefing my LinkedIn profile up, putting up a new profile photo. But with marriage, if you get tired, if you get tired on a particular day of your partner, which happens, there ain't no LinkedIn. Well, there is. You could yeah, go online. Ashley, again, but Ashley I'm Madison not. <laughs> you could go Ashley Madison. Yeah, but I mean, you know, you make a commitment to say that there's going to be bad times. You know it's going to come. There's going to be broke times. There's going to be great times. Mm-hmm. Your hope is that there's more great times than, than bad times, but the bad times will come and that when they do come, there ain't no quitting. So I had to evaluate myself. So before I, I, I even started ring shopping and stuff, I had to say to myself, is this a woman that I know that – you know, whether or not we have kids, whether or not this or that happens, yeah. that I'm committed to staying with her for, for you know, a really, really long now, time. Now, are both your parents married? They were they married. They were married. Yeah. So you grew up in a, in two-parent, a two-parent household. household? I did grow up in a two-parent household. So they didn't divorce until I was in college. So wow. I didn't really get to, to see it go. I didn't really get to see it, I guess, dissolve. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I knew it was happening because I was away at school, but... And I would hear, I would hear it, yeah. reports of it, but it was pretty much that. It was just reports. Yeah. But I did experience it in a certain way because I was still young, right? Yeah. But, you know, I was about somewhere between eighteen and twenty, mm-hmm. and you're you're not fully developed as an adult yet at that age, so you still experience things somewhat in a childlike manner, yeah. right? Like I'm more, I'm smarter than a quote unquote child, but there's some things that. 
you're still very childlike and mm-hmm. how you have fun is childlike desires and your creativity is childlike and your desires and you have childlike selfishness and stuff yeah your like reactions that, so. to things yep yep yeah i dig it play that's what's up, what's you, up? marriage you, you is it in your future uh-oh yeah, yeah I a, I, no, no. I think it's in the future, not the near future. Said, this shit ain't about me. You know, <laughs> you know, you know what I said about this. You name, though. You know what I'm saying? Do that I? Boy, might have. You know. yeah, that's no, come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> that shit ain't gonna look. I ain't changing shit. People make judgments about you with, with a name like that, but at the end of the day, I think I, marriage is cool. I um, I think more people try to outlook that Keith have on it because you notice he's not even married yet, and he's saying. You got to be in it for the long run. You got to deal with it. And he's going in with the idea of, yo, I'm not giving up. Yep, and self-evaluation. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. But people don't do that. They on some, let's get engaged quick. Let's get married quick. And then things start going wrong. I don't know how you argue. You don't know how I argue. We don't know, you know what I mean, how petty things could get, things like that. And then people just want to run for the door. And that part of it, I'm not a fan of the high divorce rate. So, um, but I do think marriage is dope. I I mean, I have a little girl. I'm a single parent. So, I think it'd be better for her development if I uh, eventually got married. Do you guys think that you should get married? Well, do you... All right, the the process. Should you move in first and then get married? Or should you get married and then move in? Um, Like, I've I've heard different things. So... So, right. So, I don't have... Honestly, I don't have a strong belief on it. I've never lived with a, a girlfriend. Uh-huh. Um, me, and, me and my fiance don't live together right now. We're going to... Um, she's moving in next month mm-hmm. so i don't have a strong belief on it i can see how both both things work out you get the whole trial run if you live with a woman before you marry her um but also living apart it, it there's a certain scarcity that, that ups the value of you, you guys mm-hmm. bond so scarcity in the sense that she's not always around or she doesn't live with you as as just a woman that you're not legally with or you're not bound by marriage with so when you do move in together there's like this growth that you have together and you grow as husband and wife as opposed to growing growing under the same roof as boyfriend and girlfriend and then having to transition shacking. into yeah you're shacking up shacking. you're living in sin <laughs> you're living in sin then you then you have to like find a way to flip it when you're your husband and wife because things will change once you get married that from what I heard, like you could be together for m- most people I've spoken to, you could be together for like ten years, not out of wedlock. Then once you get married, just something changes. That title just yeah. throws something. Yeah, out. and so that's not to say that either is bad. I just I can see how each of them work. And in my case, I'm doing. I'm not cohabitating. Well, maybe for a month. I'm living cohabitating for a month. There you I'm go. Living <laughs> in sin for a month, so I'm experiencing some of it. There you yeah. go. Um, I've had I've li- I've lived with. I think twice I've I've lived with uh, girlfriends. I mean, they both ended badly, but there was good times. I mean, I got dogs out of them too. So, Poppy, <laughs> shout out to Poppy. Other than that, Why Poppy um, don't take the trip down, man. Word, right? He should, Poppy, man. Poppy will be all right right here, man. Poppy, yeah. he be on the floor That's what chilling, man. Poppy yeah. doing his own thing. Chelsea Handler has her dog on her show. Word. That's bad, disrespectful when you take your dog places with you. <laughs> people, people coming into it, you don't know people allergic to dogs. Yeah, nothing like fuck that. that. <laughs> yeah, fuck it, man. Fuck it. Do what you got to do, right? Yeah. When you make enough money, people get around it. Yeah, yeah. Word, man. What's, um, what's good in the world? No, no, I don't think it's bad to live with. Um, it's good or bad. You know what I mean? It's all what you make out of it. I think what you, what happens is, um, Keith alluded to, you take that person for granted. And you're like, that person's going to be home when I get home. So yeah. maybe I don't have to shoot them that text. As opposed to you don't know the next time they're going to be able to come over and chill. So you're like, right, let me know what I'm thinking about it. Blah, blah, yeah. blah. But you got to be aware of that. And I personally, I think for me, I don't really want to live with anybody. I like that. My, my own space. <laughs> when I get married, we're going to have two separate cribs. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, no. Nah, but I mean, when it's time when to get married, then I think. 
I don't think I'm, maybe I'll do it for like a, a short amount of time before getting married, but I don't see myself dating and living with someone like it takes away the mystery. It takes away from. Um, well, also there's a, the, this sensitivity in your situation as far as you have a daughter. So yeah. it's it's not you can't do it so cavalierly or so casually. Exactly. As I did in the past. Yeah. yeah. So um, but how about you? Uh, I don't know. One, I'm not too sure about marriage right now, man. I Why? just, I don't know. I think I'm at a point in my life too where I just, I think like my my focus right now is me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's like just trying to battle that relationships is relationships. I mean, I've tried that too, and it's just like it really don't, it really don't, it don't work for me. Like I probably get into a relationship and it might be for like we'd be tight for like maybe like five six months, everything cool that that cool grace period, right? Mm-hmm. And after that, it's like. Shoo! It's all downhill. It all gets erased. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So I'm, I don't know. I'm just trying to to see, and I'm not, I'm not just saying that it's, you know what I mean? It might be my partner's fault. It's probably, it might be me. You know what I'm saying? But I'm just, I don't know. I just don't think I'm at that point where I'm just ready. You to, said for for now, but how about in the future? In the no future, long, yeah. Long I think I, I'm not really big on marriage though. Like I come from a home where, like my mom and my step pops, like they, you know what I'm saying? They they're married, and um, I actually. I was the pop-up, you know what I'm saying? So not yeah. as though my mom's cheated or anything like that, but they weren't together and everything, and then my mom moved on, and that's when I came through. So it's like... That's when I came through. Yeah, I, 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 pulled I, was just... I pulled up out of that thing. I pulled up out of that, you know what I mean? And uh, so it's like, yo, I'm the baby of the family, and um, I mean, I just, in, in the household, I just, I don't know. Marriage is a thing I feel as though... I, I see I've seen the commitment but as far as me like you know continuing that I'm not as big on it like you know what I'm saying I don't I haven't seen I haven't seen many successful marriages like that you know what I mean I've I closely you know what I'm saying like I've seen like I may have like some friends and stuff who aunts and uncles may be like you know what I mean really tight and stuff like that but as far as up close and personal no nah, I can't really say I've seen like a dope model it, it, it feels like that sometimes too because it's yeah. like you, you, I could point to the bad ones and yeah. even celebrities I could be like yo these people just broke yeah. up these people just broke up Um, and I think what makes it difficult for people like like all three of us matter of fact is that we're all um very motivated very goal oriented people and sometimes a relationship could be a hindrance to that you yeah. know what I mean like some you know what I mean like he's got a cool fiance but some fiancés might not be cool with him coming out here to record a, a podcast with us you know what yeah. I mean so it's like that that can always when stuff like that pops up, I think me and you, our personalities are kind of like, all right, let's get away from this. You yeah. know what I mean? Because you're not going to stop me from the yeah. goal I had from before you. You know what I mean? Mm. Um, but just everything, you know, got to be working. You got to find what's right for you. you yeah. find the and also, that's the right time in your life. Yeah. I used to, well, you know, I used to work at a hospital and I was just around girls all day. Actually, it was girls' collection up in there. <laughs> Come on, <laughs> <you> guys. <laughs> Come on, bro. Might have to delete this part real quick. Come on, Come on bro. <laughs> <laughs> like, like you still work there. <laughs> 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 like, come on, bro. <laughs> come on, bro. <laughs> nah, uh, nah. I mean, there was a lot of um, women's there, <laughs> and it was a Manhattan hospital. They have like a, a lot of young nurses and stuff like that, uh, uh, young woman nurses. So I don't know what the relationship would be like if I, I was still working in that setting where you go out and drink with your friends and. Mm-hmm. It might be you, your two homeboys, and then literally like seven, seven young nurses. You know wow. what I'm saying? That was like a regular thing, and it was all platonic mm-hmm. for the most part. So the ratio but, was kind of. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the ratio. Was I mean, the ratio was butters yeah. at the time. <laughs> you, you dig? But um, like college flow up in there. <laughs> it was, man. I mean, yeah. imagine. So my first job coming out of college was uh, I worked in a in a hospital. Mm. 
and I came out of college into a hospital, so Sniper. it was just all yeah. I mean, you didn't even need to be a sniper; you could just spray at the crowd. <laughs> <laughs> it's just straight up semi-automatic, and you don't need no accuracy. Man. But yeah, I mean, I leave that at that. Yeah, I'll leave it there. So no, I, I, I can stay. I think when you were, I think when you when you do find that one though, you kind of do want to go through. You know what I'm saying? Ups mm-hmm. and downs. Like I always said, I would want to go through something with a best friend. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. If we cool, but I think being in the entertainment field too, it's kind of like that percentage drops. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like yeah. with respect to the pickings. So it's like, yo, I'm kind of like, uh. And then people know you before you know yeah, them. So they've already built weird. up so an I'm idea like, yo, of you. Even with my joint right now, I'm like, yo, if this don't work out, I'm about to be a sniper. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? I'm just, it's just facts. And you just get a little, um, you know what I'm saying? Y'all an anxiety and everything. And not for nothing, when you were just talking about um, uh, with with being in the entertainment field, and you mentioned something else, but I was watching the, uh, the Defiant Ones. Mm-hmm. Y'all had me. Y'all told me to watch it. HBO, yo, check it out. Fucking fire. And um, Jimmy, Jimmy Iovine, he he had a situation where his wife had, like, divorced him. Mm-hmm. And it was just crazy because he's like, yo, he had been spending, like, mad time in the bathroom. And just like, yo, he has that that connection with his work that keeps him alive. And yeah, it's yeah. like, yo, if you link up with someone like that, like, yeah, they have to understand that. You know what I'm saying? That that connection allows for other connections. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's their lifeline. So it was like, yo, you know. It's just, it's just a real, it's, it's real, man. Yeah, and the last thing I'd say on, on the subject is that uh, one of the when I got into reading, one of the first books that I read was "Is Marriage for White People," <clears throat> big book. I definitely, what? I definitely. Su- book so book? the book is called the title is "Marriage for White People." Wow, it's written by Ralph Richard Banks. He's a lawyer. He just, and it was cool because it's a real research oriented. So he, um, I think the book was prompted by I think he was doing a talk at a school or something like that. And and someone was talking about marriage, and the kid said, "Wait, ain't marriage for white people?" So he wrote a whole book about it, and researched it. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's real good. I really suggest it because um, it, it's trust me, it's just really good. He explores all angles of it, as particularly um, with black women getting married and comparing the marriage rate there with you know some some other races and all that different type of stuff. It's crazy because now that I'm in my 30s, I view it. I think relationships different than obviously when I was in my 20s. Hell yeah, but like. I don't really view women as strictly sexual objects anymore. You know what I'm saying? And I think having that view on things like, oh, she's got a fatty or she got a big tits. Let's see where that goes from there. You, you know was a savage in your twenties, man. What the? <laughs> <laughs> strictly sexual. God Yo, damn it, Uncle Luke. Let me tell you. What the? F- DJ Playboy. You, you know how many different voices I heard say say, say that that one name. Yo. This guy had a plethora. Wow, no, 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 no. He's like, nah, just take it No, don't bring up no, no, no. no. <laughs> That was that was years ago. I was partying. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saved now. Chill, chill. No, no, but the I, Lord. You view, uh, like you said something about a best friend that made me think about that. Because now I've, I, I had the baddest chick on earth. And if I can't have a conversation with her, you ain't helping me out. You might be a distraction to, you know what I'm saying, from what I'm supposed to be going. So I need a best friend in addition to, you know, See, the badass. And, and, that, and that's where I'm at. Like, me and Mar, we've been good for like 10, over 10 years, been friends. So now it's just like, all right, cool. Like, took that leap. Like, let's just see what it doing. Like, I ain't gonna front. It's hella ups and downs, but it's just like, yo, you know, at the end of the day, that's why I said, if this don't work out, <laughs> load it up. <laughs> yo, shout out to everybody out Word, there, too, man. listening to us on iTunes. Just, you can now oh, check out the Perfect Talk podcast right there on your iPhone. ITunes. Go to the podcast app or check us out on iTunes. We are in there. Search Perfect Talk podcast. Also, SoundCloud.com, Perfect Talk Radio. You real big on there. 
Check out our Instagram, Perfect Talk Radio. Keep up with the family. And I got, I do got one more letter clicker. No, if y'all want, I got one more thing. That was, it was you got to hit him with a second one. Second one. Eh? I've, right. been, I've been wondering a couple things this week, right? Now, just uh, you know, you have stats like America, um, in terms of mathematics, science, uh, yeah. just sco- uh, test scores falling behind other countries. So, if you could change something in the curriculum, because I always had this attitude, like. We don't need to learn everything they teach us in school. You know what I'm saying? Maybe we could take something out and put something else in. Like I would have like a personal finance class maybe when I was in high school. Agree. Um, or something like that. So it was like if you could take something out and add an, add something into the curriculum or even not take anything out, keep it as it is, but maybe add something to the curriculum, what would that be? That you think will help with adult life. Because, like, I, when I was younger, I made the mistake. I used to be like, well, why are we learning about history? You know what I'm saying? You don't got to learn about that. But I, I grew up, you know what I mean? You, you got to learn about history so you don't repeat the same mistakes. You know what I mean? So now I'm kind of into history now. I, I understand that. But the Pythagorean theorem don't do nothing for me. You know what I'm saying? Oh, and, yeah. and, and shit like that. So it's like, I would have loved if they taught us about, even cre- it could be a credit card course. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, the same way they came in with sex ed. Teach about credit at a young age. Yeah, I definitely say uh, credit. Um, one thing also too that I felt I wish that there was a and we touched on this in the earlier um podcast episode, I wish that there was a um a traveling program. Like a mandatory type of traveling program. Study abroad? Yeah, like just like it, it, and even if it wasn't out of the country per se, I mean mm-hmm. if, if the funds were legit, I wish I wish you really could travel outside the country. Like I went to South Korea. Okay. And like for me that was an eye opener. One because I didn't go with friends. Some of my friends were supposed to go. Mm-hmm. They didn't come, so it was just me. But the prep- so you Albany? Huh? Yep. From Are you Albany? Yep. What, 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 what year? Um, in 07. Summer Follow. of 07. Uh, Summer. Yep. And nice. um, well, yeah, I do the math. But um, that's when I turned 21. I turned 21 like three times because of the uh, the uh, the time difference and shit. Fire, fire! I was celebrating. Every I thought you meant like three years in a row. kind of looper. The LA, LA. But anyway, um. Nah, just because I would say, like, the prepping for it. Like, you know what I'm saying? I had to make sure I had to I had to get a passport. I had to, you know, do all the uh, informational research. My mom was nervous. So it's like, yo, I, I went through so many things before even getting on the fucking plane. It was crazy. But, but it made me like, yo, you know what? You did all this shit. Now you, you know what I mean? You make sure you soak up everything when you mm-hmm. get over there. You know, I had a uh, shout to Nicole on um, Baptiste. I had uh, different people who were... Like core mentors at the time helped push me to make sure that I understood why I was going over there and, and make sure that when I did go over there also that like I was comfortable because she had went the year before me and um you know different guidance counselors and just preparing me and it's just like yo you know when I used to go to like Cobaskill or to Florida it's like I knew what the weather was going to be I couldn't call nobody and be like yo what's the weather over South Korea nah <laughs> so it's like yo I did all the research on it um I was taking a language you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. I I was going for school like I, it was just so many different things and when I got over there like yo I rocked out you know what I'm saying? Those, those are good, I, uh, I rocked out. And I got A's in my classes while I was over there. You know what I'm saying? While still partying and having a good time and learning about the culture. I mean, yo, the language, the people. I mean, it just it it opened me up before when I came back. You know what I'm saying? It's just like, yo, you know what? If I could leave the country pretty much by my fucking self, I'm all right. Like, you know what I mean? It just it, it puts a, a, a different type of fire. You know what I'm saying? So if, if you could, you'd implement that at the junior high school, maybe high school level? Yeah. For sure, I, I would I would implement it, or maybe um, if you 
I don't know, maybe as like a, a graduation gift or so. Or so. I, just because like in my high school, they have traveling or studying abroad programs with the languages. You know what I'm saying? Like gotcha. you, okay. Um, they always go to Italy. They always go here and there. And those kids, like I, they love it. I mean, it, it literally changes their lives. But like for when you take a Spanish, you know what I mean? It's like a thousand black motherfuckers who take Spanish, but they still only go from motherfucking here to just New York City. To go eat at yeah, That's some middle class ass motherfuckers. You just casually saying that, yeah, my high school day, we went to Italy, like work, <laughs> went to Rome and Venice and shit, mean shit. Real shit. But most of the kids who went there, you know what I'm saying, they weren't black. They weren't, they weren't Span. you know what I mean? They weren't Spanish kids. They were all pretty much predominantly white kids. Yeah, but they, they making the most out of it. Yeah, you know what I'm what saying? They and they're choosing these, like us, we didn't really want to take a language. And if we did, all our parents always take Spanish. So, I mean, whatever though. Yeah, where, <laughs> what would y'all what would you change, Keith? Well, you mentioned two things, right? So you started off with Americans being behind in like math and science and mm-hmm. stuff, and then you mentioned adulting stuff, like learning about credit and all that different type of stuff. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Me personally, I don't know what I would take away. I, I would. So I, I'm big on, on education. I'm always doing research on. I have a niece. She's 13. I'm always looking into what programs are out there and what's going on in education, reading articles and keeping up with what's going on in the national scene with. The Secretary of Education, all that stuff. Okay, and I don't know if I'll take anything out on a on a broad scale, but I do believe in magnet schools. Mm-hmm. Uh, me and you, Playboy, went to a magnet school in, in a magnet school in um, junior high school. Mm-hmm. So I do believe in magnet schools and where well, they can explain take something it to out. anyone who might not know. So a magnet school is pretty much you focus on on a particular discipline. So a magnet school may be you have a particular. A school may have a particular level of excellence in its students with math or science, or some may be the humanities or something like that. Mm-hmm. So, I'm all for magnet schools. I'm sort of I'm, I'm in the moderate end or in the moderate range of school choice where people should be able to choose their schools, but not like extreme way, extreme where people are wiping out public schools. Yeah. But I do believe that you know you should be able to choose your magnet schools. So if there's a charter school that prepares your kid for computer science or something like that that should be available but on a a broad scale i i can't think of anything that you you could wipe out to make us catch up because what am i going to say art i believe in art mm-hmm. i think art should totally be there for kids who choose to consume it what are you going to take out physical education nah you, you need physical education keep the kids active and stuff like that so well don't even uh, focus on taking anything out what would you i guess adulting what, what would you add as far as adulting, adulting goes level, yeah. well you notice at the end of every episode i always mention stuff like retirement funds and all that stuff so you could inject all that adulting stuff within classes so mm-hmm. we already have sex ed that's pretty popular that's an adulting thing that is already there we could of course we could make it better and it has gotten better over the years when you think about math we could learn about compound interest and mm-hmm. how that um plays into savings accounts and all that stuff uh in social studies you can learn about economics as far as checking accounts and all that stuff mm-hmm. so um i would say that just take what we have and then make it more real life yeah okay and not just th- these theories of I'm learning the area or something or whatever. Make it like a real life word problem, which in education they have been doing over time. Mm-hmm. And I just want to see more of that to prepare kids to solve real problems like counting change without having to depend on these registers that automatically spit change out for you. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, because because the only reason they do sex ed is because it's a public health issue. Like they feel like the diseases would be spreading if they didn't do that. Um. Or, or teenage pregnancy or things like that. Um, but more so, like, I feel like, like you're 100% right. Prepare kids within the curriculum 
um, for state things like that because you're going to be out there, you know what I mean? Even preparing for college a little bit better, you know what I mean? Preparing for bigger classrooms, preparing for things like that, and I think they really don't. like. And it's it's. I feel like even us, we got to like get involved on the level with, with, with schools and things like that because no one's going to look out for our community except for people that look, you know what I mean? We got to look out for people that look like us. You know what I'm saying? Because no one else is going to do that. And other people as well. But we definitely got to focus on a lot of bl- young black kids in jail, a lot of young black kids in schools that are not up to par. You know what I mean? And and we got to find out what we could do on that level, really, I guess, to improve things. Because we're all educated and you know, we're all doing all right for ourselves. You know what I mean? Everything could be better. But we, I feel like we're, we're on the right path. You know what I mean? So maybe we need to have more people look at us and maybe we could be mentor somebody in that way, shape, or form. Yeah, I would definitely encourage people to volunteer. Like, uh, I do SAT tutoring. I'm not going to do it this year because with all the wedding and stuff, I have a a, a marriage to, to start off. So <laughs> I'm going to try to work on that. But I'm taking this year off. But probably next year, I'll probably get back to doing SAT tutoring and stuff like that. Because, I mean, as you, I think if you pick a passion project, then you could work on that, be good at one thing. So my thing is education. Some people may be economics. Maybe you know, Some people may want to volunteer at their local chamber of commerce count helping businesses out and stuff like that black businesses and yeah. and brown businesses so yeah that's lit niece you had you said you had a uh little story voice um oh man yeah let me tell race you. talk <laughs> <laughs> let's get it started yeah so um my goddaughter just turned four which is is great like she's four um i decided to go down to delaware i caught a caught a ride with um with my brother and which is actually her uncle i mean you know we close so i end up calling you my bro so we went to delaware and we took the trip down it was great everything cool you know um her her grandmother actually ended up picking up um my godson because she really wanted to see him and um everything's cool we having a good time me and him we in the kitchen cooking and shit making some lasagna you know what i mean lasagna you know what i'm <laughs> saying so um chefing it up having a good time they went to go play basketball at the complex all the little cousins and everybody um just went went down and um um my sister's <clears throat> pardon me um boyfriend took them down and everything's great next thing you know we get the phone call like Oh, um, they say that he's he's not a resident here. So, uh, my my sister's boyfriend. Okay. Now he lives with her. Everything's straight. They legit. You know what I mean? Both names on leases. Everything cool. Oh, okay. So I got just like in the complex. In the complex. A place to have, like have a uh, yep. where you go play ball. So okay. Yep. So in the complex. So now, um, you know, yeah, they got the swim pools and all that. It's like uh-huh. a, no doubt. So they went to go play play ball and have a good time. Gotcha. Okay. So my sister, like, what? They not. All right, you know what? Let me just take the stuff down there. And she's like, she's like the purest friend that I have. Like, when I mean pure, I mean find $5 on the find ground. The she's going to wait a few minutes to see if anyone's going to come. And mm-hmm. she's going to be like, hey, you know, like, I have your shit. Like, mm-hmm. you give her extra change back at the store. She's going to come back and give it like she's pure. Like, so her, her name is Queasy. So Queasy's like, yo, you know what? Um, let me just bring the stuff down there. This lady, you know, she acts whatever. Now she's not saying it aggressive. Like it's her daughter's birthday party. We she's setting things up. We helping her out. She's really detailed. She likes things to be a certain way. So she, you know, goes with the passes, making sure everything is fine. She goes down there. She's gone for like maybe like twenty minutes. We recognize like, damn, why well, she ain't come back yet? Bring, bring. Got another phone call. My cell phone. I'm like, yo, what's good? So her little cousin is like. She's like, yo, Niche, um, can you put, um, you know, the grandmother on the phone, her mom's. 
her um on the phone i'm like all right cool so i'm like oh shit it's going down so i'm like yo let me <laughs> let me take this motherfucking apron off <laughs> like yo let me see what's going on so i hear them talking i'm like yo what up like what's good so they saying that the cops had to come down because um they were pretty much trying to say that uh, with trespassing and all this other extra stuff. Now, he goes and uses the complex. Like, mm-hmm. he's been all using it frequently. Yeah, yeah, he's been getting, um, he, you know, he wants to uh, stay in shape and whatnot, blah, blah. So, I'm like, all right, cool. Well, where y'all at? You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm about to go. Like, I'm lit. Mm-hmm. So, I, I go down there. Um, I call around the phone. Now, they finally come get me. They came and got me a little late because I didn't know where I was going. You know what I'm saying? So, I finally make my way over there. The cop, he had left. So, they're telling me the story. Now, my sister's heated. She And she, like, she reminds me, like, I I would love to just hear um, a conversation or some dialogue between her and Keith because I know they would just, she's like, you know, she's pro-black, everything. I mean... My goddaughter, don't get her no little, you know what I'm saying, not for nothing. She wants all black baby dolls. She wants her daughter. Like, it's just my, she loves making sure that my, my goddaughter knows where she comes from, who she is, what she looks like. You know what I'm I mean? I'm blacker than black and I'm black. Yo, that's, <laughs> I'm blacker And that's all there is to it. So, my, she, she's sitting there. She's not no little ratch hill booger. My, my, my sister's sitting there. She's like, yo. You know this this woman. I don't I don't think she knows who who, who she's dealing with. Blah blah blah. You know ah. Uh, uh, I'm like yo. Well, what the f-? you know me? Yeah. Fuck all that. What the fuck happened? You know what I'm saying? What the fuck she say? Did she say some shit? She like she gonna tell me that he's not a resident here. And um you know I know it's because you know she sees a whole bunch of um black kids coming up. She felt the way. Yo, they're calling her bitches, whores. They're saying all this shit to her, to my sister who, and the cops? kids. The lady who was there. Now, the woman that was there was white. So, my, my sister just, like, she she's burning because she knows she can't, like, she doesn't want to get arrested. She know, And the cop knew that the woman was wrong, too. So, you know me. I've always learned. I'm out of town. Mm-hmm. I, I do my best when I'm out of town not to get out of, out of state. Pardon me. Out of town, out of state. I don't get no tickets from, you know, places like this because we always got to come back. So, I walk in with my hands in my pockets and shit. So, I'm looking around. This woman goes... May I help you? So I just keep turning around, just looking at the layout of the spot. Because I'm looking to see if there's any cameras. Because I'm like, yo, I'm going to come right back in and I'm going to say some shit. You know what I mean? I'm like, yo, I'm going to do me. So the woman, as soon as I'm now, there's a distance. It has to be maybe about 50 feet between me and her. I I don't eye contact with her, nothing. I just walk right back out the door. As soon as I walk out the door, I probably take two steps, like, past the door. All you hear is click, click. She locked the door right behind me. Now, her ass had to sprint from behind the the, the desk, sprint, lock the door, and keep it moving because I, I didn't even you know see her. Hear it by yeah. The time, yeah, so I'm mm-hmm. like, okay, she's scared. But what happened was there was another um, young boy that was in there, and he was calling, you know, um, the, the, the young kids that were, that were the little cousins that were with um, the boyfriend, um, black whores and bitches and... This was a little kid, though. Yeah, and they oh, said okay. that, you know what I'm saying, he was a little mentally challenged and whatnot. Mm. But I'm like, he knows how to say that shit. Fuck all that. Yeah. You know what I mean? And the woman, like, she felt threatened because I walked in. You know what I'm saying? Now, I walked in with my hands in my pockets. I didn't say nothing. I didn't say nothing to her. I can only imagine. Like, you know what I mean? Not for nothing. I had my little baseball hat on and shit like that. Whatever. You felt the way. But it's just like my my sister, she felt like she was in a box. 
because it's like she felt like there was nothing that she could do you know what i mean and, and it's fucked up to feel helpless you know what i'm saying you have family that came from out of town you have the guest passes you have the lease that says his name is on the pass but because this woman who works there there feels uncomfortable to allow these black kids and this black man to come in now if you see him i mean he's light as light you know what i'm saying we joke on him like yo you sure you want to you know what i mean we we burn him up but it's like yo why does it have to be like that you know what I'm saying? After all the 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 proper paperwork was showed, she wasn't. I I know my sister. She's not that type. I'm I'm the turn up one. You know what I'm saying? So she wasn't even on it. Like yo, bitch, if you don't let us in, she's like, excuse me. I, I'm I'm. If you can help me to understand why it is that you feel we're not supposed to be here after all the 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 necessary paperwork was. You know what I'm saying? Show to you, yo. So and then the cop. So now the cop is black. So I'm, I tell the cop, I'm like, listen, man, she done locked the door. I'm just trying. I said, we have all the passes. I said, the kids just want to play. At the end of the day, they, they just want to have a good time. He goes, you know, um, there, there wasn't anything that was illegal. You know, she feels uncomfortable or threatened, and she has a right to lock the door. Da, da, da. I'm like, all right, cool. No problem. We're out of this bitch. Like, it doesn't even make sense to be there. But how would y'all feel? I mean, like, have y'all ever been in a situation like where, like, yo, your back is against the wall? And it's like nothing you can say because anything you say or do <laughs> will be used against you in the court of law. Nah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Like, I know one off the top of my head. Yeah. Man. Like, um, what was it? When I was with my kid's mom, we were um chilling. It was like, a, we, you know, we had uh, beef back and forth. Like, we, we would argue and yell, you know what I'm saying? Neighbors are here and shit like that. So... Today was actually a good day though. We wasn't no beefing, wasn't no screaming and yelling. This is you know before we had a kid or whatever. Um, that was a good day. So we chilling. Next thing you know, knock on the door. Do 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 do. She going downstairs. She's like, yo, the cops is outside. I'm like, all right, well, go see what that is. That's about blah blah blah. He's like, I ain't going. There. <laughs> <laughs> Your turn. Yeah. So I'm, so she go, but then she's like, you know, she down there for a minute. I'm like, I'm listening in. I'm like, I doubt that that was going on. So she comes back upstairs like. They want to talk to you. I'm like, all right. So I go downstairs. He's like, because she had a, um, she has something on her wrist. I think she said it was like the, the she worked at a gas station, but they had like a fridge in the back. And she said something like it was locked or it was different. So she had ended up trying to move it, but it, 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 it hit her wrist. Yeah, yeah, whatever. So it hurt her wrist. So she had told one of her um, coworkers about an argument that we had. And I think the coworker assumed that the wrist thing was on some like domestic violence type Here shit. Here we go. Yeah, yeah. So she's, and I don't even know if she was doing it on some like, yo, I'm gonna send the cops to 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 their crib and blah blah blah. Because they the only way they really knew where she lived was how to be through her, you know, like her pay stubs and shit like that or whatever. So um, I think it was on some matter of fact conversation, and the cop wanted to be captain, like he was trying to mac to to the coworker. On some like you know what I mean all right I'm gonna go over there and check out what's going on but like I said I don't know maybe she maybe she was on being malicious with it next thing I know the cops showing up talking about some blah, blah and I'm like he's already being tense to me like yo uh I, we got reports saying da 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 and I'm like what did she say you just had a 20 minute conversation with my kids you know what I'm saying what did she just tell you he's like yeah but it looks like things are going a certain type of way here and um by the look of things you look like you hit on women and it's like what? at that point I already, I seen exactly what it was you was trying to get a reaction out of me so he could get yeah. you know what I'm saying have a reason to do it he even I was just I was just chill I was like I, that the second that realization came in I was like just don't even fight back yeah, and argue with him no just need to react. Let him get his get his words off and do what he got to do so I'm sitting there just just listening to him he's like what are you doing you looking at my badge number you want my name I'm like it ain't even that serious da 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 like 
whatever what is it that you need me to do right now you know what i'm saying like because i i'm not unless i'm being arrested or whatever so he's like we need you to leave there's been like we're gonna treat this like there was a domestic uh dispute here we need you to to, to leave the premises and I, I just hopped in my car and took off you know what i'm saying and it was like i called her like yo the cops is going went back you know what i mean and it, it was like but but I knew what it was, you know what I'm saying? Like you came to my crib, you can't because he thought I was gonna be the why the fuck y'all showing up? Why yeah. the, he thought I was gonna come with that. So, so he then could cuff your ass, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. They're giving the, the the green my man light. Tried everything. Right. He said, "Sir, your haircut sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Jump off now." He <laughs> <laughs> tried, tried every trick in the book, everything. Though. I'm like, but you you know what? Like, I think I was I was um I probably smoked cigarettes at this time or whatever. And I was smoking a cigarette and I I came down smoking a cigarette. He's like, "Yeah, you put that. You know what I'm saying? Put that out." But he said in a way kind. Of like, I this is how it's gonna like, go. Yeah, you know you what I'm saying? Like, I don't me. care what yeah. you're doing inside your own house. But cops don't like you rolling up looking cool though. You can roll up with a cigarette <laughs> and shit, looking like a 1950s you came gangster. Down the steps? You came, he probably yeah, like it was in slow motion and slow shit. Motion and shit. <laughs> <laughs> nigga came down with a bathrobe on. Wait, wait, the <laughs> like, where, where's, yeah, where's the due process? Where's the nah, you know what I'm saying? I'm gonna show up to someone's house and be like, all right, let me analyze the situation and see what's going on. It was none of that. It was like. Some random, random to me. I never met the girl. You know what I'm saying? Some random person told you a story, and you show up to someone's house with this type of attitude. You know what I'm saying? Was and he, like you was showed the cop up, white or black? Oh, dude, definitely. It was two white cops. You know what I'm saying? It was like, but, and I don't got nothing against cops. I like, I, yeah, yeah. I learned you do your job. That same yeah. situation with my kid's mom turned a situation where I needed the cops sometimes. So yeah. I got no problem with the police. But it's that particular cop that day was, you know what I'm saying? Like, I knew what it was, and I was like, I could have took the bait because a lot of because I think as black people. I don't want to generalize this all, but a lot of black people that I know, we don't like that I'm challenging you, I'm talking uh-huh. down to you. Whether we have it in a, in a position of power or not, mm-hmm. we feel like we need to believe in ourselves in that situation and not get herbed, not get punked. Because it's kind of similar to like schoolyards, kind of like a yeah. bully type of thing. But you got you to gotta remember you're not in that yeah, position and, of power. And I also think with men. Like, you know what I mean? A man talking to another man like that. Like, you know what I mean? It's just like, they just don't, yeah, come yeah. on, boy. Exactly. Yeah. Thank God you say dance I, women, for me. I, yeah, I think women you can get that same reaction out of them. It's, it's we don't like it. It's like we're not gonna do that. We don't. If I talk to you with respect, please talk back to me with respect. But I'm I'm in a I guess I'm I'm in a position. No, I don't. I don't want to end up on your YouTube video. I don't want to end up on World Star. I don't want to end up on Facebook Live, the next victim of police violence. So I gotta act. What's gonna get me out of that situation to get back home to my daughter? You know what I mean? And that's just what the what it is at the end of the day. You gotta realize. What's We're most not in impo- the position yeah. of powers. What, uh, what's most important? You know exactly, what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, nah. That just being in them situations like that. I mean, that shit. And, and, and then when you come up out of it, you just like, yo, you know what? I could have did this. I could have did that. But you know what? It all worked out how it's supposed to work yeah, out. Yeah, you know what I'm I don't. I don't really rock with the. I should have said this, or if I was there, I would have done that type shit. I knew. I knew exactly what it was in the situation, and I went in survival mode. I'm not gonna. <laughs> yeah. Yo, I've been arrested. I spent a night in jail, and like that, you might as well give me ten years because it felt like it. Like that's the worst situation. <laughs> so like, I'm not trying to get arrested anytime think, soon or no nonsense. I think the first time I feel like ten years because a lot of people describe it like they be like, yeah, I was in bookings over the weekend. You know, I just <laughs> did some light work and shit like that. <laughs> <laughs> Not me. I was like, yo, give me my cell phone back. Like I was, I was like, I was like, damn, bro, shit, bro. After two hours, like, get me out of here. <laughs> but if, you ever like, well, I, I guess maybe I'm claustrophobic. So the second they close that cell, it's like you look at the wall. You're like, I right, the wall here, the wall there. But you reach for your cell phone. That's just natural when you bored. That's your habit. Yeah. And you like, you try to play Candy Crush, nigga. <laughs> nigga try to play Candy Crush in jail, nigga. That's something, how it works. Something to make the time go by. <laughs> <laughs> Check my post, nigga. See how many likes this shit got. You ever been in, in some shit like that though, where you felt like 
Honestly, not really, man. Yeah. Like, uh, like I was pressed by the police because the one time I remember one. Well, not time, even pressed by, the, but like what you, you said, like the racist, like you dealt with racism, and you felt like you had to control yourself and not look bad in the situation. Oh yeah, once one time, uh, uh, this van when I first got in my car, I had a two thousand eight Honda Accord, and and some delivery van. It was an Asian dude mm-hmm. and a white dude, and. They kind of like just hit me like on the, on the quarter panel. I didn't know how many repair how much repairs cost. So they hit me with two hundred dollars and sent me on my way. Man, that repair was about three thousand. But rewinding back to the actual incident, <laughs> I'm like, yo, man, like look what y'all did. Like, I didn't get angry or nothing. I, I like naturally I wasn't angry. I don't trip over stuff like that when yeah. it comes to material. I'm like, all right, we'll just sort this thing out. And I'm like, yo, I gotta call the cops. I like, yo, they hit me with the two hundred. I'm like, all right, whatever. And the Asian dude called me a nigger, and I was trip. I, I was mm. like, wow, because I was twenty. I don't know how old I was at the time, like 23 or 24. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, wow, I didn't know Asian dudes was racist. I thought it was just white dudes. <laughs> the white dude was like, nah, it's cool. My my man is just tripping. And I'm like, oh, shit. Because, you know, at that time, like. TV, was, TV makes it look a different yeah, way. Yeah, <laughs> your understanding of race is real limited. So you just, at least for me growing up where I grew from and how media was, it was just white versus black. Yeah. The Asian dude said nigger. And I'm like, yo. <laughs> ain't nobody gonna say nothing. I think that hurt me because it was the age. I think the the irony behind the situation hurt me more than the actual situation. You know what I'm saying? Like my, minority the, using yeah. the racial slur against you. I mean, listen, America. <laughs> if the white dude called me nigger, I'd be like, ah, shit, it makes sense. But now, like now that my my view of the world is a bit, little bit more broad, like I get it. Mm-hmm. I understand the racism of you know, let's say. Dark light skinned Asians versus dark skinned Asians, or light skinned Hispanic versus light skinned um, dark skinned Hispanics. Okay, uh, Hispanic uh, thing as of late has been like the Hispanic on black uh, racism that that goes on that people don't quite see because it's not all that popular and it's not on a grand scale. It's not all that destructive. Like mm-hmm. when you look at Haiti and the Dominican Republic and how Haitian people are treated. Or, okay, um, you look at. People brought it up with George George Zimmerman and Trayvon Martin. So, uh, mm. yeah, that was the only situation. I, but I couldn't trip. Like, I was just so taken aback. But I knew if I tripped out on him, I would look crazy. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. You're going to look like the, the wild. You're going to look like the nigga in the situation. Yeah, my <laughs> like quarter what? panel's fucked up. I didn't call the cops, yeah. but it was whatever. Nah, that's, you, get, you get put in them situations sometimes. Like, it... it you just won't make it home. Like, and you know what I mean? You could have went, went across his face, you know what I'm saying? All types of shit. But it's like, what's that going to do for you? You know what I mean? Helping your day out. Yeah. Um, There was a protest yesterday, right? Where was, where was that located? It was white nationalists. Um, Charlottesville, Virginia. It was yeah, at yeah. what's now called Emancipation Park. It used to be called Robert E. Lee Park. If okay. You know Robert E. Lee, the famous... The famous Confederate general. They love them some Confederates. Uh, yo, that, yo, Robert E. Lee is like the LeBron James of racist kid. <laughs> yeah. Where, where was it? You said Charlotte? Uh, Charlottesville, Virginia. Oh, okay, okay. I never I was. I, I live in New York. Like, I'm like, yo, was New York even part of the Confederation? Like, nah, it was never part of the Confederacy. You, you it was like Virginia and and South. Exactly. Yeah. But you would swear that they are when you seen them flags. I'm like, who, who y'all rooting for? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh, there's Confederate flags up here? Yeah, you see it, yeah. Well, I don't know about down here, but up, up north by where I'm at. Yeah, you see it a little bit. Yeah, you know I mean? when I come up that way, upstate, yeah. I definitely... I'm like, who y'all? First of all, they lost. <laughs> Second of all, y'all not even down with that crew. They That's the even... crazy thing. Yeah, son, they lost. Like, what if I was to choose to be a bandwagoner? That's all wearing a Cavs jersey <laughs> in August. Like, that would be weird. I, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Gotta be down with the winning team. At least put on a Golden State jersey. Nah, but they go hard for this. So what happened? It was, um, what, violence? So, so... Um, white nationalists were protesting 
I guess it was a rally. Um, they're probably pissed off that they're changing the thing, the name of the park from Robert E. Lee to um, that, Emancipation Park. And also they want to take down a statue of Robert E. Lee. Okay. Because that's been happening a lot. I've seen like them protesting parks and stuff like that where they're changing the name or they take down or an actual statue has been taken down. I've seen protests of that. Yeah, so. well, they, they took down statues in New Orleans. Mm-hmm. You know, New Orleans, New Orleans was big into that stuff. And they try but, to hide it behind the guise of you're taking away history. You're trying to hide exactly. history. But they know they just want to promote race. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, it's like it's along the same vein of um, – like I think Princeton wants to rename one of their buildings because it's named after Woodrow Wilson, who was racist, and they want to rename it to something else. Mm. But it's kind of like, well, Woodrow, Woodrow Wilson was a president; he was one of the great Princeton professors or whatever. How could you do that? Like that, there's a great history behind it. So there's a big debate about that stuff. It's yeah. kind of like, I, well, I guess it's, the, it's a more it's a more clear situation when you think of um, Joe Paterno. Mm, yeah, okay, taking out his, but he's historic. Like that's a historic, but. It's more recent. The mm-hmm. wounds are very fresh, and that was a pretty wild, situ- very hot situation. Very unique, gross, itself. and unique yeah, and yeah, grotesque. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, I suppose what 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 Robert E. Lee stood for was pretty grotesque in its own That's in its true. own right. So, um, yeah. So there was a protest. It became deadly. Some dude drove through a crowd of people. Yeah, hurt a bunch and killed crazy. one. Killed a thirty-two year old. Uh, that dude. From Ohio, I guess it's worth saying it's a white dude. He's twenty years old. Before he went to the Virginia rally, he told his mom, "He's like he dropped his cat off. He's like, yo, I'm going to this alt right rally in Virginia. Um, take care of Bitsy for me." Oh, he mom. came there planning to planning to go buck. I don't know if he. That's all. That's all I know. I don't mm-hmm. know if he planned to go buck. I don't know if he himself is a white supremacist. Mm-hmm. I don't, I just don't know. The news doesn't reveal that yet. Yeah. But all they said is that. All, all they know as far as facts go was that the car who hit the people was registered to him. The news doesn't even want to uh, say that he was necessarily the driver of the car, but it was registered to him. It had Ohio plates. The dude's from Ohio. He left Ohio. Told his moms, yo, I'll be gone till November. No, nah, I'm kidding. But he, <laughs> but he did tell his moms, yo, watch my cat. I'm about to go to this white nationalist rally. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do my thing down there. And That's crazy. So. So I don't know if he's a white nationalist himself. You want to know something crazy though? Well, just my opinion. Why? Why won't they, just let them protest? Like I don't. I'm not. Obviously, I'm not in uh, agreement with what they're saying. You sure, nigga? Nah. I'm <laughs> <laughs> but like, I feel like it causes more trouble to let them to protest against them because what are you gonna do? You're, you're not gonna convince white supremacists to love black people. You know what I'm saying? So it's like it can really only go. Two ways, either y'all just gonna sit there yelling at each other or violence is gonna break out. I'd say this. Uh the idea, think about how strong the idea of white supremacy is. And it's so strong that white supremacist thoughts are even in black minds. Okay. Even through our history. To go even further, think about this. The United States of America is one of the only countries built on an an idea. The constitution is what threads us all together, even though we're we're a united republic of these individual states. It's an idea. It's an idea of freedom and all men are created equal and all this stuff. We have to fix the idea up and stuff and letting that idea resurrect, especially when the president makes that idea more, more potent today. Yeah. Right. When we thought that racism was more or less, we didn't think it was dead. Oh, matter of fact, some people did th- as a, as a country, the mainstream felt like it was dying. And then Barack Obama came in, and they thought that was a like an affirmation it, right? of 
racism is dead but then you saw the kind of sentiments that were being cooked up deep in the country mm -hmm. and you're like wow this shit is, is very much alive gave birth and then to donald trump give birth to donald trump now look who's the president yeah right like he david duke david duke said yeah you know donald trump's my dude and donald trump didn't even want to say yo nah david you know david duke I don't, he let it rock he let it rock mm -hmm. I mean, that's like a political slam dunk if you running for congress or president or whatever yo david duke said you his mans nah nigga i don't you know that's <laughs> that's like that's a layup line right there yeah, that's playing catch but now he knows the, he knows what he's doing he's playing off of people's uh sentiments of of, of disliking hispanics arab arab people and, and black people yeah but, but just to button up that i you know my my pushback on your idea of why don't you let those people rock you can't let that idea live because if you let it if that one protest goes through then the next one's gonna go through. Then the next one's gonna go through. But it's then a protest. They have the right. They have the right, and exactly it's like you and have people, the and you have the right to protest against exactly. Them. And that and so you well you said that that you should just let them rock because um, you get into like less trouble that way or there will be well, less. No, well, well, I guess maybe static. I, should, I would explain it if there was a rally. Mm -hmm. So let's say we're just we just met up at this park today to celebrate white supremacy. Mm -hmm. I can understand protesting that. But they were there for the purpose of protesting the name of a park being changed. So they, their reason, whatever group they were, they were there for a specific purpose. And you came there for the purpose of them, of disliking their white supremacy, so to speak, their, their ideas of that. So mm -hmm. I felt like for the point of what we were trying to do, if we were just trying to not like let the white supremacy idea spread, you could have just let them protest that park name being changed. They would have went home and, and rocked out. But now we brought national attention to them by, by, by protesting against them. I think, I felt like... I don't know. Like at the point of what they they're doing, they have their in the right to do. It. I don't have to agree with it. You know, what I'm saying it's along the same lines of um, someone who's against homosexuality. You know, what I'm saying it's like they might not like it, but you have to let it rock according to the law because that's what they're telling us. You know, what I'm saying you disrespect those people. That's against the law. It might not be. So I don't like white supremacy, but I'm like, yo, they have the right to change the name of that park. And I feel like I just as I'm, I'm not, and I'm not saying whether we should have not we or, or people should have showed up to protest against it. But I'm just saying I feel like we're doing more for their cause by showing up and protesting it. I I, I can agree and disagree with, with what you said. I mean I don't know. You, like I don't think we would have ever heard of that shit. if there wasn't no back no no anti protest to it. You know what I'm saying? I, I get it in a way, but at the same time too, I mean I don't know, I just feel like nowadays everyone's flared up and wants everyone to recognize how they feel about every fucking thing. I mm -hmm. mean, yo, there's no, there ain't no, there ain't no, nah, what'd you say? It's not new, though. Yeah, so it ain't, I thought you said, that's war, I'm about to say. Nah, it's not new. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. But we can't, we're so divided, it's disgusting. You know it what I'm saying? Too, like, you can't just be like, yo, yeah, I feel let like them this. Rock. Yeah. You feel like that. Like, that's, we Help, healthy dialogue is great. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, that's why I, I, I preach that every day. Of put, put two people in the room, let them talk, man. Like, we're doing a podcast, we get to express our ideas. We don't always agree on something, but it's like, it's not like, yo, Niche, you you stupid because you like her, H E R, and, and, and Keith, you stupid because you like Scissor. You know what I'm saying? Like, your ideas are your ideas. You like who you like. You know what I'm saying? She's like, fire. Yeah. She's fire. <laughs> she fire. Yeah. But, as far, but um, as far as like letting the idea rock, the, it could snowball You know what I'm saying yeah, So yeah. as far as Letting them rock I, I totally disagree with that I, I think that The The pro the Protesting against Those protesters Is necessary But from their perspective They felt that You know The, the Virginia Or the city Of Charlottesville Or whatever Is Disrespecting the memory Of a great general Robert E. Lee mm -hmm. In there So they They had the right To go out there And said You know Bring back Robert E. Lee, goddamn! You know, <laughs> tear down our statue, right? 
just and then the the pro the counter protesters yeah. have the right, and I happen to agree with the counter protesters of what they're doing of su- subduing that that kind of ideology because you have people out there just protesting. You gotta you can't you have to kind of choke out that those ideas. You can't let them fester. You can't give that fire the oxygen that it needs. You can't let it fester. So you have to you have to stomp it out. You have to stomp that flame out. Cut off the oxygen. Mm-hmm. And that's just just my belief on it because ideas are that strong. Just think about who's the president. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Kind of brainwash people into not even thinking like, yo, is this a sensible choice or is just the the non female racist choice? You know what I'm saying? Or just you know what I mean? Like they think it with the wrong I know what you. I know what you're saying. I yeah, feel. think think about it. When I was growing up, people who had a little waviness in their head, they'd be like, "Yeah, I got some white in my family." Like that was like a badge of honor. Yeah. I mean, it's cool if you got white in your family, but just the mere fact it should be a pride in whatever culture is behind there, but not the mere fact of you just having white in your family, having Indian in your family, that it should be some kind of badge of honor or some kind of accolade, you know what I'm saying? But yeah. people treated it that way. Or if you had a light-skinned girl. Or when you look at the Carmichael show, I'm not sure if you guys saw the last episode. Um, Break it down, bro. J- Break it down. So it was about mm-hmm. threesomes, but there was a scene with Jer- Jared. Am I saying his name right? Gerard. Gerard. Jared. I think they, I've heard uh, it pronounced both ways, actually. I sound like a white dude. <laughs> Gerard in school. Reading attendance. <laughs> uh, Jared? <laughs> Gerard, Gerard, bitch. Gerard. <laughs> but yeah, J- Gerard. It's Jared, bitch. <laughs> Gerard just had a threesome, and you know, pretty much they came out to the the family for some reason. The family, entire family, was in the apartment right after the, the morning after the threesome. And Gerard's like, "Yeah, you know, whatever." I had a threesome, and his brother, played by Lil Rel, was like, "Damn, you took my thunder! I was just about to announce that I had sex with an Asian girl." <laughs> Right, like that, but that's a true thing, though, and that's why I like the show because they show that show and Insecure. They show parts of Black culture, just 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 Black people being these ideas, whether they're good, bad, or ugly. Just it is. In my opinion, that's kind of an ugly idea, but either we've done it or we've been close to it. Where your man's come over to you, be like, yeah. uh, I I was with such and such. You'd be like, word, that's a white, that's a white girl. That's crazy. How was it? You done made it, bro. Yeah. I was watching Undercover Brother the other day when Undercover Brother had sex with um, a white she-devil. And Dave Chappelle's character was like, oh, my God, how was it? All the black guys was like fawning over him like, wow, you done made it. So, um, as far as, so to go back to stomping out that idea, that idea can blow up and penetrate into minds and mm-hmm. it could just take over. So- we totally catch have to it from stomp the root, man. Exactly, catch it from the root, root and branch. One, one quick thing you mentioned though, not General Lee because I don't really fuck with him, but like it, it gets a dangerous. <laughs> I, don't fuck with him. I don't fuck with General Lee <laughs> musically. <laughs> we don't bang with him. <laughs> yeah, I don't bang with General Lee. <laughs> nah, but um, when you think about it, it's it's kind of a slippery slope when you start saying, "All right, we're gonna take Andrew Jackson off the twenty dollar bill because he was racist. We're gonna take away naming something Woodrow Wilson because he's racist because that was kind of the." acceptable at the time you know what i'm saying because well not that he's a hero to us but there's some people he might be a hero. christopher columbus when we were came up in school we were taught well he did this he did we were taught his accomplishments and as you got older you learned about the terrible things he did but i think it's a slippery slope because you could do that with anybody we're all human beings there's people who who who, believe it or not they, they feel like they could defame martin luther king with certain things that they could say about him they feel like they could say certain things about gandhi and make you forget about all the good things he did so that's just a dangerous thing when we start to say all right well he was a racist because like it was kind of acceptable like you said countries built on slavery and things like that so it it, yeah it is a, a definitely a slippery slope especially 
Well, I thought about the slippery slope thing, especially with Woodrow Wilson. He was the president, mm-hmm. and you know he wasn't on a losing team. So you're definitely right about yeah. that. Because imagine how many streets across America and African American neighborhoods would have to be renamed to just Third Avenue <laughs> for Martin because of Martin Luther King. <laughs> yeah. And it's personal stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like it wasn't necessarily what we know him for. You know what I'm saying? It's personal stuff. The same thing with Woodrow Wilson. You know what I'm saying? Like it, it could be anything. Or you you just bring up people's past. You know what I mean? I don't know. It's just to me when I see it, it's like yo, like I feel as though when. We put these white heroic people on a pedestal, like we shine them off. You know what I'm saying? Like, and it, they're already dirty. You know what I mean? Like that's we're making it look better. Yeah. Than they. So it's like, I mean, they have made it look better. Like how you said, even with um Christopher Columbus. Like, yeah, we learned shit about him. They made this motherfucker look like a god. You know what I'm saying? So it's like I ain't gonna lie, he was a god to me back in yo, when I was a little kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yo, yeah. Exactly, like you know what I'm saying? We had the day off. Like I, I did research on um, papers on them, but I only used the books from school. You know what I'm yeah, saying? That so told you the good stuff. Yeah, but that that's they filtered it and they 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 made sure that before they put him, they shined the pedestal, then they shine this motherfucker and clean them off and put them up. With us, when they do put us on the pedestal, the shit is they dirty. You know what I'm saying? They, and they we already yeah, the whole time. like yeah. so it's like we don't. We're never given that, you know what I'm saying, that choice to even be like, okay, well, we feel that so-and-so, even though he may have did these wrong things, we like him because of this. Yeah. Nah, it's just like, you should like him because, ah. And when it comes to us, it's like, um, well, you know, he did all this shit. He Let's made, point out all the bad things. Yeah, I mean, right so it's away. just, I don't know. I just felt the way I had to say that shit. I don't really fuck with all this shit, though. Like, <laughs> no, it's, 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 it's dangerous, you know what I mean? And, um... I just want to, but before we run out of time here, I just want to touch on something else too with the Ezekiel Elliott situation. He's been um football player, plays for the Dallas Cowboys. He's been suspended six games based on domestic violence accusations that happened before he was in the NFL. Wow, boy. You know what I mean? I just want to see how y'all, um, how y'all felt about, I guess, being punished. Because what the theory is, is that he's being punished um, because of his behavior after the investigation began, where he recently, they say he got in a, a bar fight. I personally don't believe it because I feel like we live in the social media age where everyone has a video camera. And the fact that video camera has video footage hasn't come out yet kind of has me a little doubtful about it. But you never know. Things could always pop up. Um, also, he pulled down a girl's top at a um, St. Patrick's Day parade. I could be um, wrong about the holiday, but it was a parade. Um, so it's like he's kind of being punished for. I believe it was. Yeah. For like. They, 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 the theory is it's kind of like that kind of stuff is kind of starting to affect their decision on them. Um, and I guess I kind of want to think just how you guys feel. Um, also, there was a, a softball team, little girls, four, uh, 14-year-old softball team. They were going to the Little League World Series for girls, but they actually got taken out at the last minute because of a social media post where they were putting their middle fingers up. And it's kind of like um, – I, I like it. Like I said, I wasn't mad about that situation because I think it's a good teaching moment for the kids. But you got to feel bad for them because it wasn't the whole team. It wasn't everybody. So it's kind of like where we are at as a society in terms of social media and just being in the limelight. I think that do we have a lack of self-awareness um, or do you think that it's just more so like people are being targeted? So they're going to find any reason to like, yo, you put that up on your on your face. Like you, you apply for a job. They're looking at your Facebook. What are they looking for? They're not looking for anything good. You know what I'm saying? So are we are we trying to point out the bad stuff that people are doing? So it's like it's not your private life anymore. Everything is public, or is it just that people just have a lack of self awareness? Where I think the self awareness hasn't decreased, but the need for it has increased. Okay, you know what I'm saying? So I think people are just about as self aware. Imagine being how old were those girls? About thirteen, fourteen years, fourteen like years old. 
You're 13, 14 years old. You know how many people I flicked the middle finger to at that age? <laughs> Man, but nobody saw it. That's the thing. Nobody cared o- either. Only, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. You remember all kinds of inappropriate jokes. And at that time, homophobia was acceptable. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So all kinds of crazy things people used to say at 13, 14, even 12, 11, wild stuff. And they're doing wild stuff. And nobody knew about it. It just kind of, it happened and it kind of went away. But they took pictures of it and now it's on social media. We're in a society now where everyone has the potential to be a celebrity, even on a small scale. Now it's to the point where somebody who's following you on social media, they may see you somewhere and be like, oh, what up? And call you by your screen and what up, Pick a Peasy, what up, whoever. Mm-hmm. And I think we need that self-awareness. But we didn't necessarily build it up, especially the kids. And I feel bad for them because they needed that self-awareness and that publicity training, so to speak. They didn't have it, at least in that moment. And it's tough because it's hard to learn tough lessons like that when you're that young. But now when we look, when we look at Zeke Elliott, how old, was, how old is he? He's like 22, I believe. So he's now. like 21 with that St. Patrick's thing? Yeah, just about About it. that. That's young, I mean, bro. And that's, you know what I mean, to have that many cameras on you? Yeah, I mean, he, he should know because he's a professional. Yeah, he's, he's, a, he's also a young dude. He's dude. young, but he's a professional. He sh- he should know better. Come on now. He he pulled down a girl's top. You're a celebrity. You, you got to know your celebrity. It's not in, it wasn't in a club where there's some expectation that that many cameras aren't on you. My man was on a parade route. Yeah. And I think it was in New Orleans. Was it? I'm not too sure. But I, I definitely, I can agree with saying that, yo, you got to take responsibility. You know what I'm saying? And acknowledging who you are when you are out publicly. You know what I'm saying? With with respect to Ezekiel, right? So, I mean, but at the same time, with these girls, they they were 14 and they just had the middle fingers up. And they got suspended from what? Or what happened with them again? They weren't allowed to play in the Little League World Series. I think they were DQ'd. I think that's fucked up. And I think that's fucked up, one, because you could have really used it as a teaching moment. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, yo, like, the fact that they... I I understand that they did something that was wrong, but there's no video with them doing it. I mean, it's a middle finger. I mean, I like you say, we see yeah, it's a picture where we see, like, yo, I've seen teenagers. I mean, you can even just look at fucking teen moms. You know what I'm saying? Look at all the shit they put up here on and TV. And the caption wasn't reckless either. What was the it caption again? I don't think... There's nothing that stood out. It yeah. was just the middle finger. Middle was finger. Only yeah, I mean, crazy yo, thing. you can't, you can't, you can't punish them like that. And you think about it, this is all this training and whatnot. I mean, they're 14. You don't. I, I think whoever made that decision, they they can get the finger. I'm giving yeah. the finger to a- anybody under the age of 40. You could dig through their shit and find yeah. something kind of reckless. Yo, yeah, word up. I can go on for days. I'm <laughs> nah, but even back to just to uh, put a button on everything. I think we're very blessed that we're first generation Facebook. So we kind of got to like make our mistakes yeah. and you know watch people make an ass out of themselves before it got opened up to the savages yeah. out there, and the, savages, the, the wildlife, remember, the non-collegiate types. Yo, yeah, remember you couldn't even really log on unless you had a motherfucking college, college email. email. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I remember they used to say whether or not you signed on from campus or off campus. That's cool. that was crazy. If you had a girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> Facebook was fucking up people's lives in the yo, very early. It ruined a lot of people's like, yeah. very early because you didn't know how to master. I've seen people make the damn ass out of themselves on Facebook, but it taught us not like what you put out there is out there. You know what I'm saying? And I'm, I'm sure we still made a mistake. I'm sure there's pictures of me that I don't yeah. like out there, but you know what I'm saying? Like you gotta 
I think we got our bumps really early, and it was like so early in the game yeah. that it didn't have to it have no effect on us. <laughs> Yo, shout out to I never forget we was in school one time, and um, this was like the first time that I seen someone get embarrassed on like was it the Facebook. Clothes? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think about that every when time. Hoodies like, cut up and shit. <laughs> somebody posted. Yo, <laughs> so what happened was one of the homies got caught up. And like one of he had a few joints and one of the joints we all knew and she had some crazy friends and shit. Yo. She had his stuff. Yo, she had his this motherfucker love wearing like he always had like different hoodies and shit. She cut them motherfuckers up. Like them on shit. Facebook, yo, like, all Facebook. Yo, like, like before video Facebook or? video. No, before the uh, video, before, the before video Facebook shit, Live. Like, pictures of her head. <laughs> <laughs> then the next picture is her pouring bleach on it. Who's the photographer? Yo, I hope it was whole, a whole roommate yo, to look like, I guess. It was a whole little crew of them. So we were like, yo, and what's crazy is if you walk through the campus, everyone's like, yo, like, yo, you see this shit showing you they phone? We like, yo. And no, uh, and what's real is the homie, he's like so like just nonchalant, don't give a fuck. I never forget. I seen I was like, yo, you seen this shit? He was like, seen what? Like <laughs> chilling. Like, yeah. I'm like, yo, don't go to don't go to old girl crib, nigga. Like, yeah. yo, she, yeah, don't go home. Yo, I'm like, yo, she just put up these pictures. He like, oh shit, my red hoodie. Da-da-da. Yo. That, yo, crazy, some of the son. leather jackets. Oh my god, it's crazy. Like that's a crime now. Yeah, you, you, you like, obviously just you putting your own evidence yeah. of what you're doing online. Yeah, yeah. It's crazy. <laughs> so, but it's crazy. Like that's you. We learn from it. You know what I'm saying? That's how it goes. Hell but um, yeah. yeah, I guess lesson learned out there. Be careful about what y'all what y'all put on or, social media. Or don't leave your favorite hoodies at your joints. <laughs> <laughs> At the old joint spot, yo. Oh, uh, man. Once again, we are on iTunes now. Check out the hey. Perfect Talk podcast on iTunes. Make sure you subscribe and leave a review. Also, check us out on YouTube. You can search Perfect Talk podcast. We got a lot much YouTube, um, a lot more YouTube material coming, too. So make sure you keep an eye out for that. Instagram, Perfect Talk Radio. SoundCloud.com, Perfect Talk Radio. You can check me out on Instagram. Click a P-Z-P-L-I-C-C-A-P-E-E-Z-Y. Nish, tell them where they can check you. Oh, yo. At A-O Nish. A-Y-O N-I-S-H. That's the Instagram. Twitter. Check me out Instagram and uh, Twitter, um, Facebook, pal, A-O-Nish, P-O-W-A-Y-O-N-I-S-H. We got a lot of great things coming forth with the um, podcast. i never forget, motherfucking Playboy was like, yo, all we need is X amount of episodes and then we gonna get on iTunes. I fucking blanked real quick, had a sip of soda, <laughs> spit it out. Now we on iTunes, so the shit is lit. Shit real now. Uh, Keith, Keith, say goodbye. Uh, what do you think? You got anything you want to shout out or uh, tell the people? Oh yeah, for sure. If you or one of your, your loved ones plan on going to college in the near future, in the far future, open open you up a five two nine college savings program. Open you yeah. up. Open you up. <laughs> open it, Paul. <laughs> I was gonna leave that one alone. Five. <laughs> now you said five. I said that last episode too. I was like, what the, that's the website. Open you well, up. I, open you. Oh, my, uh, yeah. I gotta work on my diction. But <laughs> five two nine. Five two nine. College savings. That's the program. move if you're trying to save it for your kids' college plan. That's that's. The or move even for yourself, this tax advantages. I open one up for myself. I open one <laughs> for myself up. <laughs> I, oh, I opened I opened one. I, we too grown to be playing the pause game. Yeah. <laughs> nah, I still play it, B. I'm playing it till I'm retiring when I'm 40. For life, son. Yeah, a 529 plan. I opened one for myself. I got the, the tax benefits. If you you could be an adult. I When I went to back to school, I was like 27 or something like that, and I opened one up. Keep an eye out for Keith's new podcast, Financial Wealth. <laughs> no, uh, but make sure y'all check us out, man, and uh, say goodbye to people, y'all. Peace. Peace. Peace.